Hello and welcome everybody back to the We Call It Soccer show. I'm Walker Manning, joined as always by my guy, Michael, King of Orlando, wake up, wake scoring up. like Fernando, whipping wake in up, the Lambo. Yeah. He'll gun you down like Mando. Don't stick out your hand, ho. Michael Fahey, how you doing today? Good. That was my favorite entrance so far. That was definitely Thanks. my favorite one, our introduction. I like it. Thanks. I like it. But there's only one way to go from here, and that's down. So. It's it, probably is but we're gonna we're gonna keep the intensity up we're gonna keep the energy up and you know just just like keeping the energy up you know man city's been keeping their energy up just running through results at the top of the table um nothing but smooth sales for them uh boys across town man united um first game back from international break a nice 2-1 win over brighton the XG Kings, but that didn't mean much on the day. Early, you thought Danny Welbeck was going to have another bright day against his former club, but no, no, no. Sir Marcus Rashford, MBE, and Mason Greenwood, possible future MBE. We'll see. Put that on the table. Bookie, what are the odds for that? Um, 2 1 win United. Well, who stood out for, for the Red Devils today? Um, personally, I think Greenwood had a really, really good game. He was just all over the place. Uh, good ball retention. He was looking lively, putting in good balls, uh, taking good chances. Hit the post on a volley that was crazy in the beginning of the game. I uh, wish he scored that one. But um, he played well. And then another guy that I thought was my man of the match was Fred. A uh, completely different player next to Pogba than he is to McTominay. Just controlled the game, was smooth, 93% passing, I think. Won the ball back a lot, was just doing a really solid job next to Paul. And, uh, but yeah, it was nervy at times, definitely nervy, but comeback Kings, uh, you can't beat them when they're losing. So just good result, much, much needed result, uh, for the top four race and the race for second. So happy with it. I'm happy with it on the United side. Did you, did you also know that Fred led the game in touches? He's not scared. 105. Scared of the ball. Not scared of the ball, baby. He's coming to get it. I love that. Love that. Fred the Red. High energy player. I will say that. Um, Third in the table, Leicester City could have used a dub against a a rotated, somewhat rotated City side. You know, we did the two holding mids thing, you know. Mm -hmm. Jesus at left wing. Um, Mendy and Walker, Laporte starting over Stones. you know, I was a bit scared, I'm going to be honest, but um, we dominated. We absolutely dominated these fools. Yep. They didn't have a chance. Um, this, this makes me feel great about our upcoming Champions League time. Uh, if I was a Leicester City fan, thank God I'm not, I wouldn't feel so great because this was a big game, a uh, chance for a big result, I think. Um, they're good enough to be able to play with us, and they didn't really play that day. They don't have a cupcake the rest of the way. Is the bottle job on? I, uh, I, I think they stay right where they are. There's, there's more of a possibility of them going to fourth than second. I think, just because you know they do play United or uh, on the last day of the season, so that'll definitely be a huge game with massive implications, probably for both sides. 
and other teams involved. But I, I think they'll, I think they'll hang on. They, they've normally start to bottle earlier. So, you know, just, uh, maybe it's a late bloomer this year. Maybe not, but I think they're good. Yeah. Um, better hope they're good because I don't know. They, they, they better not bottle it again. That would be just monumental failure on, on all of their parts. But, uh, the beach boys kept rolling again today, three, two dub against Wolverhampton. Um, Three three draw against Arsenal. It, it you know, good good couple results. Still in fourth place. Big win this weekend considering Chelsea lost. And um, yeah, Lingard got hurt. Do you have any update on that? Is it is, um, it, is it real or is it just? It, he went down in like the last five seconds of the game. What looked like he either just like tweaked or a cramp. Uh, he limped off, but like cramp slinger. So, but what scared me was he was pressing after he went down the first time. He just popped right up and started running again. But uh, I think he should be okay. And for West Ham's uh, Champions League's hopes, uh, I hope he's okay because without him, they won't. They don't have a shot. But we'll see. I think he's fine though. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully he's fine. But um, the team that lost that made this win so big, Chelsea. 5-2-L to West Brom after a bad red card early in the game from Aspilicueta. Uh West Brom, Callum Robinson, Mateus Pereira, really their whole team just, just took over, absolutely dominated Chelsea. Pulisic got his first goal under Tuchel and his first start under Tuchel. Um, great to see, great to see, but bad scenes from Chelsea. Um, what would you think of this one? Yeah, um, start with Pulisic. Really happy, you know, see him get on the goal, first goal under Tommy. Um, just, just good, instinctive, being in the right place at the right time. But uh, unfortunately, he did come off at half with uh, what everyone is saying precautionary uh, hamstring issue, like nothing too major, but still not good. Like this is a game that. He should have played more in and probably would have if it weren't for this, but those injuries are starting to pile up. Hamstrings made of glass is not good, uh, but hopefully, like everyone said, it was just precautionary, felt something, decided to uh, go out. But with Chelsea, probably, I wouldn't read too much into it. You know, like uh, like I said, they were playing with 10 men, um, and none of these West Brom goals were cheap goals. They were all really nice goals. So um, West Brom just deserved it more on this day tenfold, and they got a result that I think showed exactly what happened. Yeah, I, uh, I, I agree. Um, none of them were cheap goals, all, all them playing very well. You know, tough, tough day for Chelsea, but, you know, that's, that's why the Premier League is so great. Yeah. I, um, I actually, in the, in the podcast I sent you today about Bayern, Shout out, shout out uh, the Total Soccer Show. You guys are amazing. But um, anyway, they went through uh, the difference in payments between the Premier League and the Bundesliga. And, you know, we joke that it's like staggering, but it really is fucking staggering. And the quote that really got me was Norwich last season, I think, got paid like... 200 million for the Premier League and TV money. 
Mm-hmm. And the bottom three teams in the Bundesliga got fifty million between them. Wow! So wow. yeah, that's why this is the best league in the world. We got the best players in the world, and uh, anything can happen any given Sunday. You know? Now, does it, do you think that's because um, the Bundesliga has mainly been like they've been with ESPN over here, and I don't know who it is over in Europe, but. Uh, you think the TV deals themselves, like if the Bundesliga were to change, that would have anything to do with it? Or is this kind of like a historic thing in the Bundesliga that they don't really care about the bottom feeders? Um, I think, I think it has to do with, no, I have, I have no idea to be honest. I, I, I have no idea to be honest. It's because it, Bayern have been, as dominant as, you know, a Manchester United or, you know, more mm-hmm. dominant than an Arsenal. So I don't know what the draw is necessarily, but there is a draw to the Premier League. It's, it's global. And, you know, it's, it's about numbers. I don't know why so many more people watch the Premier League than any other league, besides it being the best league in the world. But even before that, that's what gave, gave these guys the opportunity to make all this bread because, you know, there was there was a market to be gotten. It's definitely more accessible. I'd say that because before recently there wasn't a there wasn't a huge paywall. You know, like you could watch at least three games a day on basic cable in America yeah. for the last like what eight nine years. Mm-hmm. So that's like accessibility is huge. But Peacock, we used to talk about them a lot, but not too much. Thank God because they suck. But yeah, yeah Peacock, <laughs> super interesting stuff though. Yeah, no, I, I'm. I usually just roll with the legal internet stream, so I'm not even part of that whole demographic. So, who cares? <laughs> um, Tottenham, next team in the table, got a bad point in Jose's words back from international break. Um, Jolington opened up the scoring. Um, Harry Kane grabbed the game by the scruff of his neck. Two goals in four minutes, and then who who was that last goal on? Man, like I. I it just is. It's. I can't tell if it's more Loris or Sanchez's fault. The, the Rodon was in there too. It, it's. It was just a. So many people could have made that avoidable. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I'll go back to Lamella messing up that two v that two v one. Yeah. Just all the time in the world could have slipped it in at any moment and chose not to do that. So. um there's a lot of culprits here. And, you know, like Mourinho said, same coach, different players. Uh, <laughs> another all-time quote from Jose. <laughs> Throwing them under the bus. Throwing them under the no bus. No mercy. None at all. Um, we'll see how they respond this weekend. Uh, well, they do have a Champions or not a Champions League, God, oof, uh, a Europa League game this Thursday. So, uh, what? we'll see how they, yeah, right? Are they still in it or did they get knocked out? Ah, this guy, this guy. <laughs> no, they're, they're, they're chasing the League Cup at this point, which is sad. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. So they got a week off for uh, United on Sunday. So we'll see big if game, big that game. quote, you know, draws any different emotions. Or, I think um, it will. We'll just get more. I hope we get more quotes. I'm, putting it, I'm just putting it out there. I really think it will. I think Tottenham's going to put in an absolute performance. 1-0 win. The goal is fluky as hell. <laughs> yeah, Martial gets red carded even though he's not playing. Just exactly. Yeah, some uh, crazy shit. 
So we'll see. Hopefully, we get more quotes though. That's, that's hopefully definitely that's that's, a, that's what we're six nil to United. Mourinho quotes. Just give them the mic them up oh all game. Just mic them up, dude. They, why don't they have that? Why don't they put a paywall? Because, on no, that. I mean because people. I mean Mourinho would definitely not agree to do it. And if he did, if he did know it, it would definitely be not genuine because he'd definitely be saying some shit to his boys on the bench, man. I think he'd agree to it. I definitely think he'd. I mean, he agreed to all or nothing. He came in knowing that, and he he stole the show. He, he literally that's stole what I'm saying. the show. It, it, that's what I'm saying. That's not that's not the real Mourinho. That was that was TV Mourinho. That's not. Give me TV Mourinho again. It's more content. Yeah, give me I, – I would like that, but unfiltered Mourinho would be – that would have been some trouble. These quotes are also uh, TV Mourinho because they're all in front of a camera. And, like, he knows true. he knows true, that true, people true. are going to watch Mind it, so games. Mind games. Just more Mourinho in any, any facet, to be true. honest. And, you know, another manager that's been very quote-worthy this season, good or bad, Jurgen Klopp, got to love the guy's smile. And, um, you know, 3-0 win to Liverpool, first of all, over Arsenal. Um, Obama what? Obama who? Guy was nowhere to be found. <laughs> Jamie Carragher called him lazy. That was hilarious. <laughs> um, you know, they really just stunk it up. Didn't, didn't come to play. It was, it was a real shame. But um, Trent did come to play. Trent came to play, bagged an assist. You could see how much it meant to him. And Jurgen Klopp, after the game, when asked about transform, took it from that all the way, dual 180, to him not being selected for England. Name drop Garrett Southgate. <laughs> it was ridiculous, bro. He it was not unprompted, just <laughs> roast the guy, says, hey, I don't handle those decisions. Oh, my God. What do you think about Liverpool and, and Klopp? Um, just uh, Liverpool may have won 3-0. They played well. Uh, just good on the field, but Klopp is still losing it. Um, if he doesn't wear that hat, you're going to see a whole bunch of gray hairs if there's still any hairs left. So I just think <sighs> they're going to miss out on Europe, like like Europe in general. Like, no Europa League. What? No. Oh, well, no, they have the stupid uh, conference league that's new. So you don't, uh, I don't, you don't think because no. the no, FA Cup is going to get won by someone in the top six. So yeah. that means they would have to finish below seven. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I wholeheartedly disagree. I think you're crazy, well, especially who's chasing them. Everton just blew a lead to Crystal Palace late in the game. Yeah, that's true. Aston Villa, I like them, but I don't think Jack Grealish is ready to carry them to Europe. And if he is, hey, um, I don't know. I'll eat my crow, but I just don't think so. And I'm not talking about Arsenal in a European facet. I'm not doing that. Not well, Southampton could win that FA Cup. They could. Like, not they a, won't. Not, they won't. They could, but, but they, they won't. They yeah, could. And then, and then Tottenham, I could definitely see Mourinho winning the League Cup and, like, just running with it like it's a treble. So, uh, I mean, they, I, I don't know. Not good. I, I don't they're not see good. that. They're not good. They still I think they're like Liverpool have a tough good. rest of the way. They have a very getting, tough rest of the way. Their Kabak and Nat Phillips are getting better. They're getting better. And um, their fullbacks are healthy. 
Milner and Fabinho are back doing the work, the engine room in the midfield. Tiago's still um, passing, but that's fine. Thumbs the up, front Diana. three is there. More importantly, Mo Salah is there, and he's still on a tear this season. So as long as that happens and Trent and Andy keep performing, they're putting in the assists. He's bagging the goals. They got the midfield to do the cover in behind. They can, they can go places and go places. I actually wouldn't want to see them in the Champions League eventually. But um, we'll see how that shakes out. Well, they'll lose to Madrid. We'll see. We'll see. They're, uh, their neighbors in Maryside, like we said, uh, gave up a late lead to uh, Crystal Palace after James Rodriguez, the man who scored the goal, was already subbed out. Um, bit of an early sub maybe from Carlo, but can you blame the guy? He said 11 minutes left. We can hold a lead to, to shit-ass Crystal Palace. No, they couldn't. No, they could not. And that's why, like, just the teams around Liverpool, they're just not made of the right stuff. They're just not. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. But is maybe. Liverpool made of the right stuff? Mo Salah is made of the right stuff, I'll tell you that. I mean, one guy Fabinho's made of the right stuff that much Andy and Trent are made of the right stuff James Milner's made of the right stuff this is yeah city legend (laughs) (laughs) oh god Uh, relax we're from America um Aston Villa versus Fulham London Derby you know we can we can hit two birds one stone here um for Villa great win without Jack Grealish um, Trezor Gay took the game over from, from some bad mistakes trying to play it out the back from Fulham. Mitrovic finally got on the score sheet first time in a while. Thought Fulham were going to see this out, but no, they do not. Considering Newcastle picked up a point and, you know, that's it. Newcastle picked up a point and they lost. It's a real shame. Real shame. Could have been a, another, another inch closer to climbing out of relegation. Time's running out for them. But uh, do, do you still think Scotty Parker and his men can get it done? Ask me again after the Wolves game this weekend or on Friday. Uh, yeah, they, the Wolves on short they don't rest, get three, they should beat them. Yeah, if they don't get three points, then uh, I don't think. Yeah, they they got a pipe dream, but that's all it's going to be. Um, but if they can get three points from there, I think uh, it'll be close because. Like Newcastle, the Brightons, the Burnleys, like those guys, they're fighting against, and the people below them have a game in hand. So yeah, it's uh, it's unlucky, but it is the big win needed this Friday, and should have held on, and they'd be in a much different place, much, much, much different place. Absolutely agree. Um, as for Aston Villa, you know, Jack Grealish should definitely be back next game, right? Um, yeah, I thought he was going to play this one, but he was on the grass training with the boys and stuff, but, um, Mm. Hey, safe than sorry when you need him for a late push. Well, yeah. Um, just shitty time to come back because they got Liverpool and city on the bounce. Then they got West Brom after that. That should be a nice one. But the the first two games back for Jack Grealish are not going to be a fun time. Honestly, if I was Dean Smith, I'd just sit him for both. Four points. Four points. Four points from those two games. You're saying four points for Aston Villa for those two games. Minimum three. Minimum three. You're crazy, bro. You're crazy. 
the Jack effect. Wow. Look at look at what he did to Liverpool last time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Seven two. I mean, look, that was just a crazy day. It's a crazy day, but I don't think that's replicable, um, especially given the amount of deflections that went in on that day. The ball literally rolled their way. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. <laughs> but um, speaking of Liverpool again, they beat up Arsenal. Arsenal looked really bad. Terrible game from Gabriel Mangalais. Kieran Tierney went down with a knock. Aubameyang, new haircut, nowhere to be seen. <laughs> um, Pepe did all of nothing all day. Odegaard looked like a lost puppy. And Alexander Lacazette was all right. I'll take it or leave it. He, it's not his fault. I'll say that. Yeah. But um, yeah. These that was not a good result. You know, they were finally picking up steam, considering they got through in the Europa League, beat Tottenham, tied West Ham. You know, they had some good results on the bounce. You know, were unbeaten in a in a bit. But now it looks like they're coming down to earth, and they got Slavia Praha in the Europa League. I know we don't like to talk about games on Thursday, but uh, Praha is making noise. Arsenal seems to be slipping up. Do you think there's a chance for an upset? No. No? No. Uh, right. No. I think All it's right. Arsenal's. Nailed on, Arsenal. Right. Nailed on. Fair. Fair. Well, um, I think Leeds United beating Manchester City is a nailed on conclusion for their next game. <laughs> Um, they're going That'd to be amazing. It's going to happen, and they're going to beat. They're going to jump above Arsenal in the table this week after beating the best team in the Premier League, and they're going to not. They're going to get four points off of City this year, priming a miraculous Europa League run next year, as in they're going to qualify for it. Oh, yeah. Um, uh huh. I'm going to counter counter and say you're wrong okay um about everything you kind of just said city will beat them down with whoever they put out there um Mm -hmm. and they they're gonna finish below arsenal and you said Leeds were gonna make europa yeah the europa league or the europa conference league the europa league no yeah they good luck making the conference league uh this no no shot no shot yeah no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No. All right. Uh, All right. Well, um, let's move I, on. Then. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. Um, do we even need to talk about places 12 through 12 through 15? Palace, Southampton, Wolves, Burnley. Are their um, seasons over? I think... Three out of those four. Who who do you think still is at risk of the drop? Wolves. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's possible. They did, bad run. They did not play well. They had a couple of moments of team brilliance today. Mm-hmm. And uh, they lose to Fulham. And it can just snowball. They have mm-hmm. – do they have a tough rest of the way? I'm not too – They got Sheffield after Fulham and then Burnley and then West Brom and then Brighton. Their destiny is in their own hands. If they if they get relegated, it's because they were beaten by their competitors in the relegation wow. zone. So, so, yeah, I definitely don't think it's over for them. Wow. Um, that would be sad. I love Nuno, but uh, that yeah. would be 
Uh, sad, for the, sad, sad for the but, Portuguese national team, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they can't even stay in the stay up in the Premier League, and people think they're going to win the Euro. Yeah. Crazy, crazy people those are. Um. Anyway, I mean, yeah, I, I could see it, but Brighton, Brighton, you know, same thing as always. You know, they create chances, they can't put them away. They got Everton, Chelsea. Sheffield, Leeds, Wolves, West Ham, City, Arsenal. It looks tough for them, but I think they'll be able to scrape enough out of that to not get relegated. You? I I think so. I don't know. I don't know. This one's super, super duper up in the air for me. Because, like, so easily I could see any outcome happening. And, like, wouldn't bat an eye at it happening. Uh, but well, no, Sheffield's going down, and probably West Brom too. West Brom maybe not, but Sheffield's going down. Like they're they're, they're oh down. yeah, Sheffield. Sheffield's yeah. going down. So there's only two spots. Re- it really, in my eyes, only one spot. Yeah, one spot. But there's what three, including Fulham, four teams fighting for it. So. Yeah. Uh, it's. I don't know. It's. I think it's Newcastle's crazy. going down. They got Burnley, West Ham, Liverpool, Arsenal, Leicester, Man City, Sheffield, then Fulham to end the year. Those are going yeah. to be two of the biggest games of their lives, Sheffield and Fulham to end the year. Fulham Burnley? is the last game of the season. Newcastle. Oh, Newcastle. Oh, okay. Burnley are safe. It's Burnley. Okay, yeah. 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 All right. Then, yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, no, no way. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't see Brighton going down in all honesty. Newcastle I see Fulham depends on a Friday. that last game of the season I think is going to be the relegation battle. The most watched Friday. game of the year. Oh yeah. It's going to be intense, dude. There's gonna be a red card for sure. Um for sure. Put put that in your futures now. <laughs> but um yeah, that covers the Premier League. You know, we gave West Brom their flowers. Um Sheffield don't deserve nor 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 should we talk about them because they're they're a championship team that's not in the championship yet. So do they bounce? Do they bounce right back up next year? It's I, I I'm not gonna say that right now because like it depends on the player movement and the championship. Like like if all if all things stay the same, like today, right? Mm-hmm. Top three teams in the championship go up, and then Jeff bottom three teams go down. I do not, I do not think that they would that they would bounce back up because I think West Brom and Fulham would, and then I think Reading would definitely go back up because my if because if they keep Michael Alice, he's just going to be just way too good to be in the championship and he he would he would probably win the league for him yeah i i think they bounce i think they do because um the players are just so used to playing better people you know and look at how bad norwich was last year they They were exciting at the beginning of the season though like they, yeah, they had, if Timo Pukki couldn't like stop scoring if he wanted hey, to. Yeah, but I think 
they retain exactly but they retain people and next time when they come back up that in it now when it, when it, where it's available they're going to stay up mm-hmm. maybe and just to think even without that flash like you said at the beginning of the year they'd probably be at right around the same point total as Sheffield is right now Sheffield just didn't have that flash so and i you follow championship more than me, but I, Norwich is like dead on, locked on for the one spot, right? They're, it's almost a foregone conclusion. Um, they're going to come up. Yeah, no, they, they, they've been the hottest team in the championship for a while. They are, um, yeah, no, they're going on. Oh, yeah, 15 clear of, yeah. Yeah, let me just see. So. They're unbeaten in 11. So they're, they're, I don't know. They're a lot better this year. And mostly it's because Tom Cantwell, like Pookie's the same guy and Max Aarons, Cantwell and Aarons, like they grew, they went to the mm-hmm. premier league. They went back down. All right. Maybe. I mean, all right. I see, I see the logic now that I'm, I'm saying it, but, um, I like Buendia a lot too. And you're right. But, there's but no one Sheffield on. have the same people yeah. to grow, you know? That's true. I guess like Brewster could be, that guy, uh, that 16 year old kid that they played a few times this year could, you know, grow up, I guess, but there are more game changers, like, so to speak on Norwich, but I just see similar teams like, and you know, yeah, they they at least make a promotion spot, like a playoff. Without a question. I, I I see them second or winning. I don't know. It'll be be fun to watch though. It'll be fun to watch. For sure. Um, but yeah, that, that does it. That does it for the Premier League. Um, next, we got the best league, the most the most coveted league, the Champions League. League One. Oh. League One. No, League <laughs> One is pretty nice. I, I've been watching it more lately since you know you've told me about what goes on there. Um, it's a nice blend of athleticism and 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 flair. You know. You know, it's most teams are fun to watch. A lot of cards too. A lot of cards. Yeah. yeah. So and it's a competitive league with some parity this year, unlike mm-hmm. um unlike Germany. But speaking of Germany and the teams that reside and play there, Man City are taking on Borussia Dortmund like one of two. Um it feels like we've talked about this a million times because it is the game everyone is looking forward to, let's be honest. Probably the hottest player in Europe, Erling Holland. The hottest commodity in Europe, Erling Holland, versus the best team in Europe to date, Man City. They're going to clash. It's a clash of titans versus one titan. You know, it's it's going to be a tough one. But at the end of the day. I think we're just going to absolutely fucking dominate them. Uh, these clowns had a, they had a basically a champions league playing game versus Eintracht Frankfurt this weekend and lost Andre Silva took over the game. And um, if Andre Silva can take over the game, um, who knows what Put some players. respect on, on Silva's name, please. He's, he's, he's really good. He's if he was, he, if he was on city, if he was on City, he wouldn't even be the best Portuguese player at his position. Yeah. Who's that? Bernardo Silva. Bernardo's not a striker. 
Sure he is. And Pep's in Pep's new offense. Yeah. Uh, it just he's got Fernando be Silva is better than him at the end of the day. Yeah, he, I yeah, sure. But he's gonna be a bargain buy for a big team somewhere and he's going to put in an absolute shift. Respect my man's, please. Okay. Respect him. Fine. I respect him, but let's not act like everybody on, on Man City's eleven is better isn't better than him. Because they are. Like he, he wouldn't get oh, yeah. into our eleven. So, He'd start over Jesus when Jesus starts. Jesus Fair isn't game. starting. Jesus isn't starting. But when he does, he's not. Ink it. He's not He'd starting. be a leading goal scorer this year. No Aguero might about. start. Aguero might start, which I disagree with. But I hope we go with all the midfielders. You know, false nine, all the action. Tiki taka, piki baka. Someone going to take over the game. Um, someone being Phil Foden. Can't wait. Bright lights. Big biggest stars. Stars shine brightest on the biggest stages. He's going to take over the game. He's going to take over the game. Your thoughts? Holland's going to take over this game, and Dortmund are going to win. Wow. And that is – it's Jude Bellingham. He's going to put in the shift. Holland's going to Jude be Bellingham. automatic. Uh, Jude hey, Bellingham. Jude Bellingham. He's going to yeah. put in a shift on likely Kevin De Bruyne. It's going to be his assignment. Yeah. 100%. He's just gonna. He's just sticks my gums. Inky. Uh, Monday, April fifth, six twenty-four p.m. Twenty seconds. Jude Hell- Jude Bellingham is going to put in an absolute shift on April sixth. Yeah, three p.m. So. Eastern Standard Time. Um, <laughs> hey, possible. possible. But Holland's gonna go off, and then also possible. I uh, well, what's also happening at 3 p.m. Eastern time? Man, uh, Real Madrid versus Liverpool, second tie of the day. Liverpool's getting healthy, like I said. Madrid has uh, been scraping by in games, but nonetheless, picking up result after result after result. They're just grinding things out. But um, with a superstar like Mo Salah on the other side of the field and no Ramos on their side of the field, I think uh, grinding it out isn't going to cut it this time. And Liverpool is going to win the game, win the tie. Actually, they might not win this game. That's in Madrid, but they're going to win the tie. I think uh, Madrid are going to win the tie. Uh, and they're just they're, – they're born for this kind of stuff. Um, I know it says Danny Carvajal is out. I've been hearing rumblings that he might not be out. Uh, so that would be a huge gap for Madrid. But, I mean, it's it's going to be a good game. It's going to be a really good game. Both teams want to beat each other pretty bad besides moving on to the next round. Just there's a slight bit of recent history between these guys. Well, uh, yeah. Just something light. Sol- yeah, something light. Salah's going to want to Champions League them. final. Yeah, yeah, just nothing major. Not a Europa League or anything, but, you know, uh is going to want to prove that he's good against these guys, even without Ramos on the field. Just kind of hit him back where it matters. But Kareem Benzema is insane. And there's not anyone on that Liverpool back line who can stop him. And that's it. Fair play. Yeah. Yeah, um, I could. Yeah, honestly, I could see this going either way. To be completely honest, it's just uh, 
my my gut feeling based on what I've what I've seen recently from these two teams. I definitely like what I'm seeing more from Liverpool, but at the end of the day, it might not be about that. It might just be mentality. Ball bounces your way here or there. The Madrid magic. There's some Barcelona magic by the refs today. Did you see that red card? Not a red card. Don't care. I didn't see. Oh, 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 phantom red. I did see a. I mean, uh, it was a it was a yellow for sure. Not a red because like I saw I, a Dembele winner. I saw that. Yeah, no, I mean that I was that it. was after the red. Dembele drew the red. It was like it, oh, it, it was red. it was on the break, and he he tackled him from behind, but he hooked him. Like he hooked him, you know. It wasn't studs up to ankle. He just hooked him, took him down. Standard, wasn't violent. Knew what he was doing. Straight red card because the Barca played the refs, but it is what it is. Um. Anyway, before we, I tangerize more, it's Eric Chupomo time, baby. Bayern Munich taking on PSG, led by Kylian Mbappe. Neymar's back. Angel Di Maria's back. They just lost to Lil. They just lost to Lil. But we got PSG versus Bayern Munich, one of the best young players in the world, versus one of the best teams in Europe. Who drew this side of the bracket? It's awesome for the time being, but uh, the best teams coming out of this one. Ah, dude, after this result versus Lil, I'm a little shaky on this, but I, I still think PSG are going to be the better team over two legs considering Lewandowski is out of commission for one, if not both, ties. Pereira, Icardi, Krizala, Bernat, yeah. Rati. Mm. Florenzi. Rafinha. All out. All out. All out. They're a weakened team. Yeah, I, mean, I think Kurzawa is going to sack up and play. I, I got a feeling. Right. I just got a, I guess got a hunch. Throw, throw fucking, uh, you know, hurt or not 100% Nabry. Or not Nabry, my bad. Uh, Kurzawa against Nabry or Sané. 200% heart. Please, no, no, throw them out there, please. They'll lick the job. <laughs> and uh, just no Lewandowski just means those half chances that he somehow scores all the time. He doesn't. But they're, st- he's, like, they're still going to score all those like incredible bangers that they do, all those tap-ins that they create, all the beautiful team goals. Unless Chupamoting just, <laughs> just ruins just, it. Yeah, just ruins it. But I still think they they have enough firepower to uh, come at these guys and come at them pretty tough. I uh, I think Prevard's got a got a long two weeks ahead of him, though. To be fair, I think it's a very long two weeks. Not everyone's Aaron Wambasaka, so we'll see how he deals with the uh, double threat of Neymar and Mbappe. But uh, hey. I still think Byron's probably the best team on this side of the bracket. And uh, I think they'll get the job done. All right. We, uh, we will see. Just a fun fact, though. Did you know that in Europe, Eric Chupo Motime is a higher rated player than Thomas Muller? Icing on the cake. Icing on the cake. If you, tell, if you were to tell me, you were to just tell me that Chupa Moting will play better than Thomas Muller in the Champions League games, 
GG. What are we talking about? Why is Fair. PSG even here? Fair point. Fair point. Why they shouldn't even take the team bus. Speaking of no. someone else who would be better off being left at home, not taking the team bus, let's talk about Chelsea. Timo Werner. This guy is probably going to start in the Champions League versus Porto. Miss a few sitters. And God damn it, Porto are going get, to get the win on the day. Might be 1-0, four big chances, four big chances missed. They're going to lose this game and lose this game because of this inept person leading their line who somehow has a 701 match rating in Europe. Don't. Uh, I need to pass. We need to check the math on that. We need to check those metrics, see what's going on there. But uh, your thoughts on this, what seems to be a mismatch, according to the book? Uh, yeah, I, I think it is. I think uh, Porto definitely were made to look a lot better by Juventus than they actually are because Juventus was not a good team, still aren't a good team. Uh, Ronaldo, Schmaldo, they Whoa. got absolutely outplayed like Juventus have the names but they didn't have the the uh, tactics or play but with that said Chelsea just got embarrassed 10 men they got embarrassed by one of the worst teams in their league this will be the most organized Thomas Tuchel Chelsea side you will have seen today without organized drilled Everyone's where they're supposed to be. The second they're supposed to be there. Scoring is not important in this leg because they'll get one. They'll find a way to get one, but they will not allow a goal. Mendy is going to be on like 600 milligrams of Adderall. He's going to be laser focused in. It is. It's going to be an absolute. You think Rudiger is going to play? Huh. I don't know. After, after what went down? I don't know. I do not know. But whoever does play, doesn't matter because they're going to be oh. a robot. Oh, a robot. wow. So a bad. robot. Just ding, 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 ding. ding. Those are all the boxes being checked. And that's, uh, that's all she wrote. One nil this leg, probably one or two nil the next leg. Porto will be lucky to have a combined total of six shots on target over this entire tie. Wow. So, I mean, Chelsea hey, are moving on. They're going that through. Is, that is Tommy's goal. He says he wants to be the most unplayable team in Europe, you know? He wants to be a menace to society. And um, we'll see if, that's, if he can get the job done. But um, that's the Champions League for this week. Um, without further ado, uh, yeah, there were some technical difficulties. We were going to get you guys the USA reaction video, not video, podcast last week. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, it, it got deleted somehow, some way. So um, we're just going to take it from the top. The men's, we're going to start with the good, go to the bad. The men's won 4-1 versus Jamaica. Goals from Dest, Aronson, and two from Sebi Leggett. Um Fluky chip from Mr. Lowe, championship beautiful legend. Chip. Not fluky, beautiful. Fluky, absolutely that was beautiful. Fluky. Great fluky. counterattack. Hey. He didn't even know it. He did not know. He did not mean to do that. No way. Yeah, and Stefan had no idea where it was as it flew over his head so gracefully. Fair play, fair play. It was a beautiful <laughs> chip. But what was even more beautiful was Serginho Des, absolute golasso, absolute dime of a celebration to, to cap it off. Um, it's time. It's our time. 
you know, Dame time now. It's desk time now. Sorry, Dame. Desk time. You're not, you're not global. You're not global like Serginho. No. Take no. a back seat. <laughs> Anything else from the Jamaica game? Um, hmm. No, no, they played well. Uh, Reina played pretty but poorly. Um, yeah. And we'll talk about the Northern Irish game, what she didn't play better on. But uh, uh, people made good names for themselves and kind of upset that like people didn't, uh, the people who couldn't travel because of COVID and all that stuff, they would have played well in this game. Uh, would have been a chance to get legs. But 4-1-4-1, you know, so. Yeah. Uh, still friendly. This very, very weak Jamaica side, all things considered. Uh, but yeah, four one. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh. So, so we'll take a trip over to the Northern Ireland now. We're gonna go to Belfast. We're gonna win two one there. Uh. Geo Reyna deflection. Christian Pulisic penalty. Um. Who scored the goal for the Irish? Neil McGinn. Yeah, McGinn. Yeah. Absolute banger, worldy from him. Yeah, a nice save from Stefan somewhere in between there. Um, chances missed from really whoever was that striker. Um, but I feel like DK made up for it just now, today, for Barnley. Scored a nice brace. Shout out Daryl DK. Beast. But, um, yeah, this game definitely wasn't as good. Weak Irish side. Should have beat them down more. Um, but, you know, it's it's good experience to play these European teams and friendlies, you know. So it's it's better certainly than playing Quilithau on a Monday night, you know, yeah. even though we need to get that done too, you know, playing these, these more seasoned teams is definitely better experience for us. And, and we won nonetheless. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, uh, like a B B minus team for Northern Ireland, but still a solid, better team than like you said, Curacao. Uh, and, uh, you know, just, we created a lot of stuff. Every, in my opinion, everything was there until the final third um, where the finishing kind of had a lot to be desired. Um, but I did like the play styles we had. I liked how we were able to change um, basically tactics in a, a different way to attack mid-game with Sebachu getting the start, giving it more to his feet, letting him you know, link up, come get the ball a little more and use his size. Uh, and then you brought DK in and it was more of send him through, you know, use his legs to get in behind and use his body to muscle people off the ball. So nice to see that. Uh, very happy for Sebachu, as I said, his name uh, before, but good debut. And uh, yeah, good to see Pulisic on the uh, score sheet. And mm-hmm, that was uh, that was good. That was good, but not a, wouldn't read too much into beating a Northern Irish team, even though it was our first win in what, like six years against a way to a European team on European soil. So much needed, much. needed. Yeah, definitely a much needed win. Great to break that streak. Um, did you know we haven't ever beaten Costa Rica in Costa Rica? It's a wow. random fact. We've beaten Mexico in the Azteca. I haven't ever beaten Costa Rica yes. in there. Wow. Yeah. But That's crazy. we broke the European streak. Hopefully we break the Costa Rican streak in the uh, next Gold Cup or Olympic qualifying. Whenever we see them next on Costa Rican yeah. ground, it's let's, going to be a Let's save it for qualifying. Deal. 
Let's yeah. save it for qualifying. I don't gold yeah. cup, schmold cup. Schmold we cup. got the Olympics exactly. to look forward to, right? Oh, yeah. Wait. Psych. We didn't <laughs> qualify for the Olympics. Um, I'm going to be honest. I only watched 90 minutes total of this whole competition. And I'm thankful that I did that because if I invested the good, the better part of six to 10 hours of my life watching these guys just to lose to Honduras, like my man, Michael Fahey over here, then I'd be really upset about this, but um, I'm so mad. I wasn't invested. These guys, um, except maybe two or three of them are never going to make it on the U S men's national team. And, um, that's all I have to say about that. Um, I, I'll let you take it away. Yeah. Uh, not even going to go into the group stage games as we should have made it out of the group with, uh, you know, the Dominican Republic in the group and we beat them and Costa Rica and we beat them, but we lose to Mexico. Not good. Uh, then we come out and we play Honduras. Uh, before I start, Honduras played amazingly though. So good on them. Uh, their captain, Maldonado, I think his name was, was just incredible. He was insane. He was at every ball. He played center back and absolute wall. Absolute wall. Took an absolute banger to get by this Costa Rican defense by Jackson Ewell. But uh, with that said, the only person who I think can hold their head up high is David Ochoa. Um the goalkeeper just he's the reason the US even made the semifinal. He had close to twenty-five mate probably twenty-five saves in those uh couple games that they played. So big ups to him. Uh carried this team on his back. Uh, but the thing that's really disappointing is Christ, the coach, his just terrible, 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 terrible roster selection that I didn't see an attacking player or not attacking my bad, a creative player anywhere near that roster um, once Yuli Linez got hurt. But uh, it, so you can't really blame the kids for, you know, not creating when that's not their job, even though they should have done better. <laughs> Jonathan Lewis should have scored the tap in against Honduras, but he didn't. He sterlinged it. So uh, there's that. But yeah, like guys like Johnny, guys like Tanner Tessman, they were thrown into attacking situations basically being wingers and second strikers and that's not what they are so good for them for trying but uh christ should have been fired a long Long time ago and yeah and he's still not fired to this day to my knowledge ridiculous no so if anyone wants a secure job go coach the u.s u23's uh national team because you can do anything you want and you won't get fired he's got to be on tenure that's the only thing I can think of. Yeah, yeah, I'd hope. I'd hope. Yeah. Just, uh, but sad. Very sad. And Very sad. I think it's a, it is an epic failure. It doesn't mean too much for the U.S. like Walker yeah. uh, said earlier, but definitely a failure. Yeah, on the grand in the grand scheme scheme of things, like to to put this all in perspective, like good on Honduras for beating us, you know great for them they played amazing they're very talented in the youth setup but this uh this monta this montahula what's his name montahula yeah with the the center back on honduras oh moldonado moldonado yeah he so he plays 
he's 22 years old. He plays in Liga MX, who also plays in Liga MX, both of Mexico's starting center backs at the moment. But where does our 22-year-old starting center back play? On Hoffenheim. On loan from Bayern Munich. Recently turned 21-year-old. Recently who, who, turned. Who don't want to sell him. So, like, yeah. that's – at the end of the day, let's look at the big picture, not the, not the knee-jerk failure, you know? I mean, he, he, he was too good to even go to this tournament. So yeah, that's, exactly. That's another thing. But – yeah. Would have been that, cool that, to guy, send that guy is 22 up. years old. He's just 5'10. He's a grown ass man and he's 5'10. But he played his heart out. Heart doesn't measure height. Yeah. Monta height Hula doesn't is a, measure heart. I always say that wrong. Fuck. Monta Hula is a fucking U23 beast. That's it. Um, I'm, I'm still a bit salty. Fuck it. I don't care. That was Josie. I'm Altima. more salty. I'm more fucking salty about Ben Simmons scoring six points in a fucking loss to the Grizzlies. At least it wasn't one point in a playoff game. Oh, wait. Yeah, he's still got – that same Ben Simmons (laughs) is still there. And without Joel Embiid, Sixers Twitter has tolerated long enough and started to ask questions of the man. Um, Well, Joel's back now, right? Did he play? He didn't Um, play last night because it was a back-to-back, understand. Okay. He just came back. Don't play a back-to-back. There's no point. Good. Honestly, if we we have a game tonight, think about it. Consider it. Who's the opponent? Ben Simmons actually needs a night by himself to fucking get his shit together. (laughs) Grab into the 40-point Utah Jazz, Ben Simmons. You can't do that against the Grizzlies? (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) Baseball season, opening day for the Mets. Yeah, it's exciting. Um, yeah. None win coming up. Um, Big dubs, ho- yeah. Hopefully one of many. Uh, Jacob DeGrom, Cy Young, Lindor, MVP. Uh, yeah, so um, another season to be utterly disappointed by. But, hey, I'm a Met fan. Seen it all. Seen worse, to be honest. So, uh, Or haven't seen worse. So, nah. I'll enjoy the two weeks. We're good for a long all time. Right. Wow. Um, wow. Hope's already out the window. That's no, no, I still have it. I still have it. But come, I don't know, June will be like three okay. or four games below. Then come Jul- end of July, we'll be like four games above. And then we'll just start teetering there and make a wild card. And no one knows what happens after that. But <sighs> sucks. Yeah, always keep hope, though. Hope is alive and well in the city of brotherly love. We have the easiest schedule in the NFL. How can we not win at least 13 games? Um, rhetorical or not? Because there's a lot of answers to that question. I mean, it should be rhetorical because we're potentially explosive on offense. Um, I talked to, I talked to my, um, an old trainer of mine back in my New Jersey days. Shout out Leon Clark, Clark Sports. What a guy. guy. Guy has trained multiple NFL talent. Legit, legit. Um, I asked him, you know, what's up with the Eagles QB situation? How, what can we do? What can we do, Leon? Tell me. He says, he says verbatim, you guys need a brother to play quarterback and lead y'all like Mike Vick and McNabb did. And I said, God damn it, you're fucking right. And Jalen Hurts is that brother. 
He is that brother. He's got the easiest schedule in the NFL coming up. He is deadlifting 2,000 pounds. That is not an exaggeration. Real life video. Go look at it. He's a beast. 13 and 3. Go Eagles, baby. Go. No. This is the same team that tried to trade up for a quarterback. Yes, and then we decided, fuck it, go back, but we can still pick up J.C. Horn. We're going to get a stud Mm. corner or a stud wide receiver at 12, guaranteed. Oh, no, it's not like like there was an athletic freak at six just waiting there there who happened to run a 4-4 at 270, 6-6. Oh, and he might be from Philly, right, where the Eagles play. Oh, so he would have been a hometown guy. Hometown kid. Now he's going to be a hometown kid in Miami where he went to fucking school. University of Florida, city of Miami. I know it's not actually there. Look, here's the thing. Two quarterbacks are being taken, one and two. Penne's third. Pitts is somewhere in there. I am absolutely certain that the Giants are going to take um, Micah. Micah Parsons. That's five people. And then there are three stud wide receivers and three stud corners. So that's 11 players. The chances of Howie fucking this up with the 12th pick are astronomically low. Because none of the players are going to They were picked. astronomically low at six. No, Actually, they were still, much higher. Because no. if you passed you, on pits at six, then. When you think about it, bad. they're still astronomically low. Because honestly, three is going to be a quarterback, too. It yeah. really, really should be impossible. Rashid Bateman to the Eagles at 12. I have no idea who that is. He's a. Uh, from I think he's from Minnesota. I don't know. People have him higher than uh, Waddle on their draft boards, to be honest. Like a top swear, 10 prospect. I swear. Is Waddle. <laughs> That's what we if need. We need Jalen Waddle. If it's we can not have Jalen Hurts Smith and Jalen Waddle. Waddle. We have Jalen Squared with Booby Miles, Travis Fogum, Dallas Goddard. Call it a day. That's explosive. Potentially explosive. Potentially. Probably explosive. But not so explosive that I'm going to take him in fantasy this year. I want to change up our league. I want to have a buy-in. And I'm not going to you, draft the Eagles if we do this. You're, you're going to draft most of them. Not as many. You'll still draft three or four. Did we ever get the trophy? No. No. To deal with that. No. I got robbed. Oh, you How got robbed? robbed? Yeah, I bought it from a site that didn't exist. So there goes that. You got to look for the green lock. The lock on I, the I thought. So I thought it did. That's what you got to look for. And they had an Instagram page, a Facebook page, everything. Did it have everything. the lock, though? I, I don't remember. The site's no longer there. It's oh, no longer God. there. Uh, they even had an address. Done. Oh, yeah. They just. Zero. <laughs> so we I can was do like, that. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I thought it was good. Golden, they sent me a tracking number. Tracking number worked for like tracking a week. number 42069. <laughs> <laughs> it, it worked. And then, next thing I know, just not never heard back from uh the bank didn't help me out because they thought i was lying and what are you gonna do that has been it from the we call it (laughs) soccer show we literally have it all here we have soccer we have football we have football we have basketball we have baseball we have identity theft life lessons wake up wake up up. whatever you need Every follow us Twitter, Instagram, WCIS Podcast. Thank you as always, everybody who made it to the end. And thank you to everybody that already followed us. We appreciate you tremendously.
niggas wear yeah. my Gucci yeah. and the Louis Oh, uh, Thank you. I'm upset. I'm upset, everyone. Niggas ain't never be in the same, they be in different, bro. All my niggas better change the game like it's Gryffindor.